It's another day. I'm another John, and this is another note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled Freedom of Submission. And our scripture reference today is taken from Exodus chapter 4, verses 18 through 20. As always, may the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Submission is a hard topic to get anyone excited about. It's just not one of those things we're comfortable with. After all, we're Americans. We live in the home of the brave and the land of the free. Most of us haven't taken time to consider what freedom actually means. Consequently, the common thought is that freedom is just the ability to do whatever I want. And there's a word for that. It's not freedom. As Christians, we can't live faithfully to God if we aren't secure in our submission. First, we are to submit to God. As we learn God's ways more, we submit to them. Hmm. Maybe I just figured out the reason a lot of people don't participate in Bible study. Secondly, we are to submit to each other. That's tricky because we can easily understand submitting to God. He is, after all, the King of Kings, Lord of Lords. But why would you feel the need to submit to another person? Couldn't that be dangerous? Aren't we setting ourselves up to be used by other people? Maybe. But that's what Jesus did, and submission points us to Jesus. It's easy these days to complain about how no one can agree on anything anymore. Oftentimes, we can't even agree on what we disagree about. What's worse, we in the church seem to be okay with bringing that kind of divisive attitude into the body of Christ. And that's not how God set up the church to be. Ephesians 5 tells us we submit to each other out of reverence for Christ. And there's more about submission. 1 Peter 5 instructs younger believers to be subject to the elders. Wives are told to submit to husbands. Christians are to be subject to governing authorities and every human institution. Besides the wives part, we understand that if you speed, you get a speeding ticket. Follow the law as a sign of your obedience to Christ. What to do when certain laws are not Christ-like is another conversation. Still, none of that helps us totally understand what it means to submit to each other. I think the Apostle Paul gives a great example. I'm not sure he uses the word submission, but in Romans 14 he offers a peaceful solution to the controversy over eating defiled meat. He says, if your brother or sister is distressed because of what you eat, you are no longer acting in love. Let me paraphrase what he says. In order to live in peace and mutual edification, get over yourself. In part, that's what it means to submit to others. Moses met God in a burning bush. The Lord told him what he was to do for the Israelites. Moses tried to show he wasn't good enough for the job, but God didn't buy his excuses. Moses left home that day with the assurance God was calling him to free the people of God. That didn't mean he was comfortable with it or convinced he could follow through. 
but he was sure of what he experienced. Remember what happened next? After speaking with God, Moses returned home to ask his father-in-law Jethro for permission to return to Egypt. What was Moses doing? He was submitting to Jethro, even after being instructed by God. So, even if you're the next great liberator, sometimes to live in peace and mutual edification, you have to get over yourself. Stay blessed.